Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Jenny, you heard I was talking about that document that came from the American College of Pediatricians and the Johns Hopkins Hospital, which were pioneers when it comes to all of that gender reassignment surgery type thing that we were talking about. You had you had some thoughts on uh, the guy named Paul McHugh and the cancellation of all that surgery that came from Johns Hopkins University. So it's real credibility what they say about all of that gender issue, isn't it? Well, that's that's right. And certainly Paul McHugh was involved in the transgender team at um, Paul's Hopkins, uh, sorry, at Johns Hopkins um, Hospital, where they actually did those first uh, transsexual surgeries, uh, sex reassignment surgeries and so on. And just like they're saying in the Safe Schools Coalition, well, you know, people who are transsexual or transgender, they like to use now, um, they're going to be more likely to commit suicide. Well, what they found is that the suicide risk actually increased, um, that they really hadn't resolved that idea of uh, suicidal thoughts by actually carrying out the sex reassignment surgery. And they actually felt that, um, you know, that on balance they were better off not having the surgery, not going down that track because really the problems that actually arose from that were far greater. And so um, Johns Hopkins Hospital actually cancelled their whole um, sex reassignment surgery procedures that they were doing and actually stopped doing them. And, um, and Paul McHugh was there as part of that team and he's written very good articles about what happened and why it didn't work and so on as well. So if you Google Paul McHugh... Um, you'll actually get his articles which um, really support the, the conclusions that this group's now come to to say this is not suitable for children, that we're actually born male and female. You can't change that, um, that it is sex. And so there's this whole idea of this construction of gender and so on. But, you know, I mean, I think sometimes they put up a bit of a straw man on these gender things, that if a girl likes playing with trucks and a boy likes playing with dolls, and that's gender confusion... It's just like, well, I might like playing with dolls or trucks regardless of what sex they might be. And I think the key thing that, that was brought up in those points are the number of children that, even the ones that go through to think, oh, well, I'm actually the other sex, um, you know, I'm, I'm male but I feel female, they grow out of that. That's sometimes we have all sorts of thoughts that, that we grow out of and we don't need to... Um, really cement those into practice and certainly one of the most damaging programs I think is what's happening at the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne and it really emphasises what's happening. The children as young as four or five are going along to that clinic and being you know the parents and the child is being affirmed in that chosen gender so last year a book was written by a mother who'd had help from the clinic and had help from Safe Schools Coalition to help the child transition to the opposite sex in prep and so you've got, you know, a girl becoming a boy or a boy becoming a girl, formally recognised by the school, recognised by everybody, you know, a new name, new everything. And as young as prep and being affirmed into that, and I just think, uh, especially since we know the evidence of children, you know, going through some thoughts of that, but, but growing out of that. But if you're actually affirming them into this other gender, formally and at school and, you know, the whole thing about toilet debates and all this sort of thing, 
um, it's really making huge impacts on that child's psychology. You know, with this whole debate that's going on, and sometimes I like to talk about law because law isn't just about, you know, enforcing what people do as right and wrong, but there's an educative effect about it. If the laws on marriage change Jenny Stokes, uh, there'll be so many more parents who will just not have any guidance as to what's right, and they'll subject their children to just dreadful things, the sorts of things that you're talking about there. Uh, really, it's important that the law doesn't change. And uh, with the lead up to an election and post-election, a plebiscite on marriage, it really does reinforce the idea that people have to think clearly about this before we go to a vote. Well, I think that's right. And I, I think the thing with marriage, it seemed to be, you know, this is the final affirmation by society of homosexual relationships. And, and that sort of covers a whole lot of things. But of course, there's lots of things also happening that are happening even if we don't change those laws. So all of these things about gender identity and children transitioning gender and being taught in schools, that's all happening now as well. But I think what we'll see is that that sort of thing will become uh, more enforced and that you won't be able to object to it because, well, we fully accept homosexuality and gender change and transgender and all this sort of thing, that we fully accept that now. So the idea of objecting to it is a problem. And I think when you combine the discrimination laws that we have or in Canada, what Dawn Stefanowicz says is that once they actually changed the hate speech laws and past same-sex marriage laws, it virtually meant that pro-family groups couldn't actually speak against the issues. So I think it's combining of the marriage law, but also the shutting down of debate through hate speech laws or vilification laws. You put those together and really you are closing down the debate. Look, there's a bunch of things that are going on today which I'll get your impression about, but just to let listeners know, our talkback line is open. If you'd like to contribute to our conversation today, we're going to be talking about the impacts of what could happen if the law changes, and our talkback line open on one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. Very shortly, we're going to be joined by Dr David Van Gend from Australian Marriage Forum. We're going to talk through a whole bunch of issues. It'll be an intensely interesting conversation today because because it'll be a little bit uh, what happens if. It'll be what will the ramifications be. Well, our talkback line open on one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. Jenny Stokes, there's a number of things happening today. Uh, the other side, those who are on the same-sex marriage side of the debate, are planning some protests in Melbourne today. There's even a chalk rainbow being drawn outside the Prime Minister's house. Uh, what do you know about those events today? Well, it's interesting that it's, it's, it's partly, you know, the marriage thing, but it's specifically, I think, on the Safe Schools Coalition. So they've seen the objections by the community, by the media articles that have been written against the Safe, Safe Schools Coalition. They've seen the fact that Ros Ward, who's the founder of the Safe Schools Coalition, um, her speech to the Marxism Conference 2015 is still online, and it makes very interesting listening to actually hear her describe how the Safe Schools Coalition was founded so that we could have sexual liberation and that was the way that you could actually bring Marxist ideology into the community. So it's a really interesting perspective. But because of all the complaints, and there's going to be a rally next week in Victoria, um, organised by Australian Christians, but basically a rally so parents can express concern about the program being taught to their children, um, this has all been happening. So the homosexual groups have had community consultation meetings in Melbourne. They had it at Trades Hall, which just shows you the... The, the really close alignment with the left. Um, they had a community consultation meeting and they've decided to have a rally at the State Library today. 
And so during this rally, they'll be sort of expressing support for the program, urging the Prime Minister to keep the Safe Schools Coalition program and so on. And the review is actually due out tomorrow. So the review by Professor Bill Loudon is actually due to be out tomorrow where he was analysing the program and also the resources. So it's all very timed to that. In Sydney, they're going to have a sympathy-type rally, so they're actually going to go to the home of the Prime Minister, Malcolm Turnbull, and actually chalk a rainbow outside his house on the footpath. Mm. Uh, another quick one, just to run by you. Uh, the Kyabram Peter 12 College, they decided not to join the Safe Schools Coalition program. Is this something that do you think could become a trend of schools who are actually looking at the material and, uh, and deciding that that's not the way for us to go and uh, pulling the plug on any idea of actually getting involved? Is that something that you think could catch on? Well, we certainly hope so. And I think if schools actually have a, a really close look at the material, who's behind the material, and this is all put out by homosexual activists and the research they're quoting is very biased, um, if they actually start to look at what's happening, we hope that other schools will actually not only not join, and about half the high schools in Victoria, uh, secondary schools, have actually joined at this stage. And so you've got you've got that. But, but that some schools will actually say, oh, if they're actually going to do this sort of material, no, we actually don't want to be involved. So Kyabram... Um, has been good. We've had quite a connection with Kyabram ourselves um, in, the, in the community, in the various churches and so on. So it's quite a conservative town and, and very concerned. And, and But the thing is that they they say, well, we promote respect and respect for others and, and not bullying and all of those things already. So we are, we're covering all of those things for whatever attribute might be the problem. And we don't need this program in order to do that. And I think that's a really key thing. That what And what we are promoting is that none of us are against bullying. And there's lots of really good anti-bullying programs. Victorian Government Education Department has a program called Bully Stoppers, which covers you know, not bullying for all sorts of reasons. Um, there's a program called Ruler. There's, there's lots of really good anti-bullying programs. In fact, they're at the, the Safe Schools Hub and that makes it very confusing for parents because the Safe Schools Hub, the National Safe Schools Framework, they're uh, documents published by the uh, Australian government. But when you have the Safe Schools Coalition, it's a bit confusing, but that one just focuses on LGBTIQ, whatever, um, promotion. Mm. And that's quite different. Well, Jenny, I know that there's always tremendous resources that people can access to inform themselves about what's going on in the debate and uh, keeping people up to date with just how this debate is unfolding and who's saying what and who's doing what on on all sides of the debate. I'll point people to the Salt Shakers website, saltshakers.org.au. Jenny Stokes, always good getting your insights. Thank you so much for being with us again today on 2020. Great to talk with you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.